Hey guys, uh, good morning. Um, if it's Monday morning, if it's Sunday evening, good evening, whatever. But hey, Fourth uh, of July weekend is here, so pretty awesome. Excited. Um, we just got back from Panama City. We went down to uh, <clears throat> a competition at Battleship CrossFit on, on Saturday. It was the Wildlife's Like a Girl event. Um, had a good time. Weather was perfect. Uh, no traffic in or out of Panama City. Can you believe that? If you've uh, made that, that drive. Uh, of course, as we were leaving to come back home, um, people were backed up. So it sucks, but it happens. Um, so yeah, it was a kind of a long trip left on Friday morning. Drove down, um, stayed the night, worked the event on Saturday, packed the vehicle, and drove right back home. <clears throat> so, not too bad, though. Anyway, uh, this week on the podcast, speaking of Battleship CrossFit, is part two of the podcast we did with Everly Funches, the owner of uh, Battleship CrossFit. Uh, we just talk about, you know, some random things, just life, um, talk about tattoos, talk about giving a shit. Um, it's kind of fun talk. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nothing really else going on this week other than the fourth. So, uh, just, I'm sure you're probably not listening to this until after the fourth because holiday weekend and everything, but, you know, be careful. Uh, be respectful of each other. Um, just cover your ass out there if you're driving around. Some people ain't got sense. God gave a turn up and uh, they put everyone else in danger. So just be careful um, and be patient. So anyway, uh, here's the podcast or part two of said podcast. And uh, we'll check you next week. Thanks. This is the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your hosts, Roy Mangrum and Jamie Free. Let me ask you this about the gym. So, uh, when, when we learned about you, one of the the, of course, the location you're on the beach, mm-hmm. which is huge. But the five dollar drop in, mm-hmm. where'd that idea come from? Uh, Besides not wanting to rape people on vacation, I just don't. When you go to these gyms that cost even ten dollars or more to drop in, what are you paying for? I've seen as much as twenty five or thirty if you want a t shirt. So, listen, I'm not in the t-shirt business. You're in the t-shirt business. I'm in the job of running a successful gym that invites the community in at a price that anyone can afford. Right. Um, We have always had the $5 drop-in. That won't change. You're here for an hour. Yeah. 
I'm not doing any super specialized coaching towards you. Yeah. I'm not doing any super specialized programming towards you unless we're dealing with an injury, uh, um, a, a, a modification of some right, sort. Right. And so why should it cost more? Yeah. I just don't think that charging more than $5 is necessary. And like the, I know it's when we come, it's huge. Like there's oh, yeah. a ton of drop-ins. I would say in the peak of our season, which is June, July, we see anywhere. And granted, some of them are repeats, but really all I know is numbers by yeah. sign-in. We see between 120 and 150 drop-ins a week. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we can handle that. It's no problem. Oh, yeah. You guys it's have huge, been here during huge class. Space, yeah. Big space, Got tons, lots of structure. Tons of equipment. Yep. There's no issues. Ton, tons of structure. Educated coaches. Yep. Coaches and members, because in, in, in the morning times it's not as many members. It's mostly drop-ins. But, but members that are flexible, that are willing to uh, greet and meet and help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm coaching, they'll turn the music down. But... Uh, as you can see by the the wall here behind you and in the bathrooms you know these people keep coming back these people you know I'm so proud of that I'm so proud of the of the brand and what we've distinguished ourselves as and that's we're an old school dirty CrossFit gym yep we don't have any computers we don't have all the fancy Wattify I mean maybe that'll come in the future but this is a place where you can be a power lifter and be welcome. Be a USA weightlifter and be and and be welcome. You want to come and do strongman stuff? You we got, got that Atlas too. Atlas Stones over there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Brooks is a national level power lifter. Uh, ridiculous weightlifter. Been coming to us for three years. Um, he owns Primal Strength and Fitness. He's big beard, scary looking, kindest dude, and every year says, hey, you want me to do a bench press clinic? So I let him do a bench press clinic every year. He doesn't charge anybody anything. He just wants to bring notice to powerlifting. Yeah. Um, we've had Rich Froning here. We've had, um, we've had all kinds of people here. Uh, and, you know, when Rich was here for spring break, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just... Half the people walk in and go, "Oh my God, that's Rich Froning," and the other pa- the other people are like, "Who's that guy snatching two eighty five on the back platform?" Yeah, you know, they, there's no, they don't have any idea. And going to the games was really awesome. Um, everybody wants to have their picture taken with me. That's I'm that's cool. very humble, yeah. and that makes me very, oh, you know, it makes me really excited, and it makes me feel special. Yeah. The fact that people keep coming here year after year makes me feel really special. And being on the beach and um, being in this location where it's safe to run outside, where um, people can bring their families, people, you know, their kids can sit here at this table and watch their moms and dads work out, and parents can come and watch their kids work, work out. And just to be able to be creating an environment that grows is growing and growing and that people keep coming back here because they want to see us yeah because they want to reconnect with us yeah because i knew her when yeah i knew her when yeah um 
and and so for that, you know, that that I'm really really grateful. Um, you know, my relationship with Will is something that uh, is uh, incredible because we've really we built this, we designed this, we every aspect except for the dirt and the spider webs. <laughs> every obvious. paint, every every everything we've done here has been out of love. Yeah. And it was like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, we've seen a million good things in here. First pull-ups, first muscle-ups. We, I, I go to competition with my athletes, and I watch them win, and I think, I taught them that. I, they learned that from me. That is so, that makes me so proud. It makes me proud of the sport that people come in here for the first time and say, all right, I've heard about it enough. Yeah. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah. Because that was pretty much where I yeah. was when I walked in. All right, fine, I've heard about it enough. Let's see what let's see what this is all about. And to be able to modify everything so that we're not killing people on their first day. To be cool to people and not have them leave here thinking that people are stuck up in CrossFit, that they're elitist, that this is for everyone. Well, Brandy, she was telling Will when she saw him Saturday about, it was, was that your first time in a box? So the first, yeah. so. I remember this. I coach yeah. at a box. <clears throat> and she gets grief from the owners. Like, you've been to Battleship way more than you've been here. Yeah. And it's fucking seven hours away. Yeah. But she, you know, Will was the coach that day. And she pulled him aside and was like, hey, I just want to say thank you. Even though this is a year ago yeah. or over a year ago. <clears throat> just how he took the time to, you know, she was we do that. scared to death. I'll look at her cry. We, she cries all the time. But, but that's how we do. Yeah. You know, I have heard of instances of um, uh, friends of ours that come here that are uh, elite level athletes that have been to other gyms in the area that said, all they did was they they went in, paid their drop in, and someone pulled a chair up and sat and counted their reps and watched their form and never said hello, never said anything. Yeah. And when we can have someone like Brandy come in, terrified, <laughs> terrified, but legit know words. that she's terrified, yeah. yeah, and just let her know there's nothing to be afraid of, yeah. Um, we're not going to make you look stupid. We're not going to make you feel stupid. And that fear is is totally normal. But you're controlling that. So that's up to you whether you want to be scared or not. Now you know you don't have yeah. to be scared. And it's it, I know it's a super emotional thing because uh, uh, one of our girls, Laura, you know, God, if I have to hear one more time, flatten your back, Laura. Get your elbows around, Laura. If I da 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 da, you know. Well, listen, we do that because we love you. Yeah. And we do that because we want you to be successful. And giving up is not an option for us. It may be an option for you, but it, not if I don't let it be an option for you. If you're, if yeah. your, your, your willingness to better this circumstance, I'm only a tool. I'm only the tool. I'm only the toolbox. I'm giving you the tools. This is the toolbox. 
um, you got to keep getting in the toolbox to get more information. And um, just pushing somebody to the side because they're not learning as fast as other people is unfair. Um, we, we hear that a lot. We get yeah. people. We get people in here that say, "Well, I left such and such because I wasn't getting coached because I wasn't learning as fast as some of the other people." Um, okay, that's, that no problem. Like, we'll, let, like let, let's. It sounds like a coach that doesn't know how to coach. Well, but who am I to judge? Well, I judge. I judge all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We're, but it, it does. I mean, you've got, you know, you have to talk to people in different ways. It, but, you know, the cue or how you deal with Brandy is probably not going to be the same way you deal with me, you know? It is. You know what I mean? It, it's different people. Like, well, you can yell at me, and I'm sure you have. I'm not a yeller. I'm you, a yeller. I'm a teacher. You yell at me. I don't <laughs> yell at you. Listen. Okay. Anyway. I yell at you if the music's loud. Oh, that's true. Maybe the music was loud. Maybe it was I, This is what I have discovered. When it comes to movement, really what the good coach is doing is studying movement. Mm-hmm. In studying that movement, if the efficiency is off right and i can understand i can make you understand the why yes we need to make the changes the how is really a lot easier um i do my little drawings of my deadlifts and i explain to people that it's not just about pulling the weight off the ground it's about having your belly button pushed into your backbone and pushing your hips forward right uh the technical most people are not analytical they're not interested in, well, I, you know, they want, how do I pick it up? Well, if I make you understand the how and the why, then you'll just do it. Right. Um, my more technical lifters are really interested in the physics behind it. The physics behind a, a beautiful clean is in the air squat. Mm-hmm. The beauty in a good wall ball is a front squat. The beauty in a pull-up is violent hip movement. Yeah. The butterfly. Yeah. Muscle-up, same thing. People, we have, people are dying to get ring muscle-ups. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to go through the progression it takes to get there. Oh, I can do 10 pull-ups. I can, so they'll pull on the rings, pull on the rings, pull on the rings, legs all over the place, elbows all over the place, chicken wing. Stop. This is the progression we should work. And I write it all down for them. It's very simple. Uh, But after 10 attempts, you're done. Yeah. No more attempts today. Why? Uh, But I, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm so close. I'm one away. Yeah. (laughs) It, that that is it is counterproductive for both of us. You're not listening to me anymore, and the corrections I'm trying to make are not getting through. They're falling off too. The first one's going to be the closest to what you actually said, and then it just diminishes. Right. Everywhere. And and I'm the same way. I'm the same way. My training is designed daily. My personal training is designed daily for me to focus on efficiency. Um, virtuosity so lots of cardio mixed with odd 
movements, GHDs. Um, I swear sometimes he's trying to kill me with the cardio because it'll be like 250 meters on the rower, 25 calories on the bike, 200 meter run, 10 rounds. <laughs> it sucks. Uh. And then how I program for the gym is very... Um, it is observable, repeatable, but I people are getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's only repeatable to a certain extent. So uh, Glassman definitely has it measurable, observable, repeatable if you're using the same when you're using the benchmarks. Right. The thing about Fran is that Fran is Fran, but why not do running Fran? You know, because that's what we did last week. Uh, grace is grace, but why not do what we call Graren, which is 10 rounds, 15 wall balls, three clean and jerks. You have Karen and Grace mixed together. Oh, gravy. Let me write that down. Write that down, Brandon. <laughs> so, <clears throat> why, the, to me, those things are more measurable than a two minute Grace. A yeah. two-minute grace is a two-minute grace. If you do it again, it's going to be a minute 51 grace. Yeah. Awesome. But wall balls and clean and jerks both have relatively violent uh, yeah. hip movement, and they're both overhead. Yeah. But the coordination factor that it takes over here and then being able to plug back in over here for only three movements, but being able to do all those 15 wall balls unbroken every set, you know, to me, that's how I see this, this sport expanding, is being able to mix these benchmarks together. They're beautiful on their own, don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, and I think everybody needs to have good benchmark workouts. But to mix those things to um, the, listen, Murph is Murph. It, it is what it is. Um, to have a 34-minute Murph with a weighted vest, Fuck yeah, good job. Yeah. That won't be me anytime soon. Yeah. Um, Murph is a kick in the tits, no matter yeah. how you look at it. But DT is not. Right, right. DT is really your uh, ability to move a barbell without knowing when to cycle and when to rest and when to move that thing appropriately. Um. Did you guys do the workout yesterday with the built-in rest? No. Hmm. Or not yesterday, Tuesday, with the built-in rest. Five-minute interval, two-minute rest. Five-minute interval, two different exercises, two-minute rest. Five-minute interval. No, we did Monday. Monday? Air squats and muscle-ups. Oh, that sounds easy enough. No, it's total muscle confusion. Yeah. Um, I love having the mind that can put a week of workouts out or sometimes make it up on the way into work mm-hmm. and, and have it, have people be like, yes, that was so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, some people really poo poo programming, quote unquote programming. They don't want to call it that. Um, some people, uh, base their strength movements based off of what your one rep max is for that day. Um, I don't do one rep maxes very often. Uh, it's p- putting people on subject for injury. Uh, competitors, our weightlifters, things like that, we're, we're dealing with those percentages a lot more. 
Uh, it's different for them, but my newbies don't have a one rep max back squat. So right. we got to work light because we got to work form. We got to work position. Um, the biggest muscle we work in here is confidence. Bottom line. Yeah. Um, when something clicks and the light bulbs go on for people, new people and experienced people, those are the moments of CrossFit. Qualifying for the games, fucking epic. But my 48-year-old mother of three boys with a working husband who works a full-time job herself, who's tiny, pull 300 pounds off the ground, that's a bigger day for me. Absolutely, yeah. Watching my girls <clears throat> learn pull-ups and how their bodies move and, you know, when the Open came and so many firsts that came from that just because they were willing to try. Yeah. Learning what their work capacity was rather than taking a score of 8RX. They did it 8RX and then they did the workout scaled and got 408. Yeah. You know, learning to them learning what's in their work capacity. My penalizing them for putting too much weight on the bar for a workout. Listen, Laura, you can use that weight if you want. But if you strip the weight off in the middle of the workout, like you usually do, that rower's got 5,000 meters on it with your name on it. And it'll take you 30 minutes to finish it. I love it. So choose wisely now. Mm-hmm. Not because I want to put the punch to her, but because I want her to understand what her work capacity is and that she's still learning. Um, the guys always want an RX plus. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But it's not... That doesn't turn push-ups into clapping push-ups. You know what I mean? It's not every part of the movement being RX+. Plus. We can take the weights up. We can take the skill set a little bit better. Um, we can work with that. I just want people to be engaged while they're here. If they want more work, look at that second board over there. It's covered mm-hmm. in extra stuff. Yeah. Um, I do want to draw attention to those pictures up there and, and um, all that writing that's on the board on the left side. You know, the the 22 for 22 foundation that's going on, the right. push-up challenge yeah. to bring uh, awareness to veteran suicide. What Will did was he put together 22 different exercises. Uh, they provided us with three uh, fallen veterans, three, three members of uh, the military that had committed suicide. They provided us with three pictures and their banner up there. And then we put, we'll put together that specialized program. There's three, of the, three or four of them doing it. Uh, one day was push-ups, one day was burpee pull-ups, one day was 22 cleans at 222 pounds, 100 kilos. Is that right, 100 kilos? Yeah, 2.2, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> to, to finish it off on the last day, they're not doing something every day, I think they're doing it three or four times a week, is going to be a, a 22,000 meter ruck run with 22 pounds in it. It's half marathon. Yeah. That, and that's how they're going to finish it. Uh, the three of them are going to do it together. So, I, I, you know, that's a great community cause. Yeah. Um, you know, Will's a police officer and he... Uh, 
you know, the guys in high-stress environments, uh, you know, sometimes just don't know how to ask for help, and, you know, their, their PTSD and things, you know, tend to get in the way of, of people's lives somehow. So, you know, we're really supporting that right now. We're uh, another, uh, um, for the Like a Girl Foundation, we're going to, all of our profits are going to benefit a, a company called Honor Flight, uh, they are a group out of Tallahassee that provide uh, veterans in our area that are World War II and Vietnam veterans um, a free flight to Washington, D.C. to see all of the war memorials. Oh, that's cool. As well as go to Arlington Cemetery and take them on a tour, and they can bring the um, they can bring a guardian of their choice, and uh, you know they sit in a wheelchair if they aren't able to walk and. Uh, so we're we're going to benefit that, um, you know. Think global, act local, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to be able to keep our fundraising efforts. Um, you know, we don't do toys for kids. Uh, listen, kids get plenty of toys for Christmas. We tend to donate, um, do big food drives, and donate yeah. to our food pantries because. Um, listen, how many toys do kids need? They really need to eat yeah. more than anything else. Um, <laughs> One of the last fundraisers we want to have here, I think over the summer, I think we'll probably do it once it's cooled off in October, um, have people bring their penny jars in and fill up a baby pool with people people's penny jars. And the goal of our membership, as well as people that want to drop in, uh, we want to pull a million pounds off the ground in a day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, deadlifts. Um, you know, there will be certain, there'll, there'll be obviously point value for uh, for body weight movements so people can do air squats and have them count for something and pull-ups and have them count for something. But we got plenty of guys with 500-pound deadlifts that, you know, there's 500, there's 500 pounds right there. So, yeah. you know, you have to be sort of always forward thinking, and you've got to spread yourself out enough without spreading yourself out too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've absolutely loved being a gym owner. Uh, being a woman gym owner is is uh, interesting on many aspects. Um, I wouldn't change anything. Uh, do we have all that we need? Well, listen, we could have five more rowers. We could have ten more bars. We could have more mats on the floor, I guess. And I mean, our pull-up bars are kind of rusty sometimes, but... You know, we have everything we need here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we don't have clicks. We don't have people who feel invisible here. We have community here. So and it's say, really community. great. Um, I'm really proud of these guys. They welcome everyone. That's what I was going to say. You, <clears throat> you come in as a drop-in, and they just pull you right in, mm-hmm. you know. Even a partner workout or just, you know, when you're dropping in somewhere, you, you do walk in with that look on your face of, what do yeah, I do? Deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. deer in the headlights. And they'll just, hey, let's sign in real quick. The coach is over there. She'll be over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's, um, I think in the first year, we didn't really know with the drop-ins. We, you know, we were just were really kind of unfamiliar with how all of that went and, uh you know, it, and it picks up every year, and it picks up every year, and we have more returns. And so and so told me to come here, and oh, we saw you at the games, and we want to, you know, we want to work out with you. And um, 
and our reviews. I mean, our people, people, I tell people, hey, if you loved it here, write a review. That's, yeah. That speaks a lot. We're, we love what we do. And, uh, you know, we're tired all the time, but uh, that doesn't, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, right? it's, I mean, that's, that's life. It that's is. life. And I, I think if the, the, the message I would send to people is if it's only something you've heard of and you've been interested to try it, try it. Mm-hmm. If you're in a box that you feel like you're plateaued, you're not learning, you're frustrated, or you feel lost, or you feel like you're not in the right click or whatever, you know, I, I, I mean no disrespect when I say this, but check out other gyms in your area. That might be your home. Yeah. There may be other places for yeah. you. If you're, co- if you're better than your coaches at, the, at this point, then you need to be somewhere where you're not, where you're change being challenged. You yeah. need a change of environment. You need to be challenged. And uh, you, you've got to be uh, – I don't post our workouts anywhere, ever. So when people ask me what they are, I say, I'll see you when you get here. Yeah. Um, no cherry picking. <laughs> This, I would rather, and when Ashley programs on the days that uh, Ashley programs, I don't call her and ask her what it is. I just show up. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I do get some phone calls once in a while that say, my coach has me on all this programming and I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. Can I just be in the corner and do my own thing? If I came into your gym yeah. and I just was like, nope, I'm not doing anything you want me to do. Um, I'm going to stay in the corner. I'm going to do my own thing. Well, first of all, I tell them, you, no. Yeah. It's distracting to people. Right. Everybody else is doing one thing, and you don't even belong to us, and you're right. doing something else. Number one, are you getting ready for the games? No. Are you preparing for another competition? Well, no. Okay. Well, then be a CrossFit athlete, step in here, see what's on the board, and let's talk about it. Yeah. Rather than you demand something of me right when, before you're walking in the door. I don't know who you are. You've never met me. Right. You don't know what the workout is for the day. And it's five bucks. Yeah. You know, you want to stay a little extra afterwards? No problem. Let, let, you know, and let, if you need extra squats, you need, fine. I got you. Yeah. But to completely discount us without even seeing what's, Happening. I would take offense to it. It's like, not offensive. To it's me, it just really like, are you serious with this? You're like, come on, so my programming sucks it, that Well, yeah, and how, how do you know? You haven't yeah. even been here yet. You don't even know what's up. So uh, we, we've, we, we've dealt with that, uh, you know, unfortunately probably more times than I'd like to say. But And there may be other places around here that allow that and great go up the street, pay more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for us, we, we um, because our volume of people is so high, we really need to maintain that structure so that we can get people in and out because our classes are packed and there's another class coming right behind and another class coming yeah. right behind. There's not a big, there's not a big gap between mm-hmm. one ending and the next one starting. No it's minutes. No, and it's you know, and you can tell what time of day it is by where the cars are parked. Either yeah. the parking lot's full or the street is full, and then the next group comes in and then the parking lot's full so uh 
If you're dropping in somewhere, be kind to people. Um, if you're a good athlete, be humble. Yeah, that's to, a, to, that's when you're dropping same, same in, thing. when you're dropping in someplace and you're good, be humble. And um, if people want to talk about my games experience, um, I'm happy to talk about it. But really, what I'd rather do is talk to them about their experience because yeah. um, I could talk about going to the games till I'm blue in the face. I could talk about CrossFit till I'm blue in the face. But I really want to hear about other people. I want to hear about what their goals are and what their ambitions are and what they plan to do with this. What's their journey? How did they end up at a CrossFit box on vacation to begin with? And that's the cool thing. You know, we we work for the Rogue team uh, every year at regionals, five years now. And uh, that experience really, um, we open ourselves up to, because people are coming from all over the Atlantic region to volunteer for that as well as compete. And uh, being part of that crew, uh, they can't do it without us. They can't do it without the volunteers. And, um, you know, these banners that are in here from these regionals is are things that we have proudly earned. Yeah. That we've been part of a crew that is so good. They, they'll, they'll take one of seven banners from the whole event and give it to us. That's so cool. We bring a group of people every year. And yeah. We work their ass off, and we tell them there's isn't it sucks they feed you three shitty meals a day and you're on your feet for 14 hours yeah and you get a free shirt every day uh if that doesn't sound like your gig then don't then don't come (laughs) don't sound like fun but it is incredible every year and we love working with dave newman who's um out of ocala he's a firefighter out of ocala he runs that division and we love working for him and um that is a fun job a lot of eyes on you a lot of corporate eyes on you it has to be seamless and 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 it is year after year uh i won't say we don't all, we don't ever make mistakes we we do make mistakes every once in a while but um nothing that is earth shattering and would change the course of the rest of the regional yeah. so uh we're, we're pretty proud of that as well. And we will continue to volunteer at regionals. Yeah, that's that just that whole setup is just amazing. I would love for you guys to go and, and be on that team with us some year. You guys, you would love it. I it's mean, just three shitty meals and a t-shirt. Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Shit. And we, we, take, uh, we take our own coolers and our own food, and we bring – it's paleo peat. Uh, uh, we take ketchup, mustard, and hot sauce, and we seem to make it through. And then we get go. a big fat pizza on the way home. And Perfect. You know, it's possible next year uh, the games may be in Jacksonville. You know, Jacksonville really? is putting in a bid for that, for the games. That'd be interesting. It would be really interesting. Moving it from Carson. Yeah. Well, I guess they had a lease with so in this Carson last this year. last year. Interesting. So, yeah. So. If it comes to Jacksonville, babe. <laughs> it'd be really fun. So well, what, what have you guys learned from me today? Uh. Well, you're, you're in a Brian Setzer video. Yeah. I'm still stuck on that. I'll have to play the video so I can show you where I am. Oh, I'll find you. Don't worry. <laughs> you pro- I mean, it was many, many years ago, so you probably I'll, won't. I will, I will go frame by frame. So here's the question everybody <coughs> wants to know. Yeah. You have a couple of tattoos. One really big one. This is just a love for tattoos. I love tattoos. I don't have enough. You know, I'll be really honest. This is something I've really um, have come to terms with in the last probably three or four years, and I think it's a self-awareness. 
I love how I look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 48 years old. I'm definitely in probably some of the best shape of my life. Um, I get noticed for how I look, whether it be my tattoos or my muscles. Um, but here is my understanding. Um, and this is just my self-awareness. This is not the same for everybody, I, I, I can imagine. People ask me a lot, oh, well, if you get one, you must get addicted. I know you get addicted. They're addictive. Listen, they're not addictive. Tattoo, that it's painful. Um, expensive. It's expensive. The recovery is tough. It's hard to maintain. Yeah. What is addictive, I find, is the attention yes. that people put on you. That's a thousand percent correct. And my self-awareness is this. I had a very hard life as a teenager and as a young person and, and really uh, did not have myself together until I was in my middle 30s. Um, as beautiful as this work is and as thought out as it is, really this is um, self-mutilation for someone who really had no self-esteem and was dying for, for attention. For attention, yeah. And so I, I, I created this look so that people would pay attention to me when in, in my self-awareness coming through my uh, older adult life is that, that this is not what counts. Yeah. What, what is here on the outside is really not what counts. It's, it's my ability to love and be present and be kind and, and, um, and useful and purposeful. Yeah. And that, you know, when people say, well, I wouldn't want to tangle with her. Well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but, but not because of how I look. Yeah. But you wouldn't want to tangle with me because I'm strong-willed, I'm opinionated, I'm smart. Uh, and that this, as a young person, was a cry for help, that people don't recognize that. Right. Um could somebody have sat me down in my 20s and said, God, you've got to stop this. Yeah. You're mutilating yourself. I wouldn't have understood. No, no, no. But now my understanding is, you know, at least I made good decisions when I was putting these things on my body. You got good ones. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah you did they are, good. They're, they're, does this one have a meaning and this <clears throat> one have a meaning and this one have a meaning? No. I chose a style. Um, I'm... Um, I find beauty in strength and strength in beauty. And, um, you know, I've changed so much. My look has changed so much in the last 20 years. Um, I'm stuck with this. Um, That's okay with me. Yeah, I wouldn't say stuck. Well, but I can't change it. Right. I could change. I could put stuff over it. I could, but I can wear long sleeves. Uh, which I often do, and that's not to that's to protect me from other people's judgment of me, okay without knowing see. me yeah um, I in this sport we're half naked most of the time, so I'm the tattooed girl yeah. I get you know that's great i don't mi- I don't mind being that role model, but if somebody said, I want to look just like you. Every, the whole package, I would say, really seriously stop and think about that. Think about the message you're trying to convey and what your uh, 
what's going on internally for you and how, how are, is what you're internalizing reflecting on the outside? You know, th- those are the things that I would say. I love being a tattooed woman. I'm, I love being um, a master's athlete. I love being... Jacked and tan. Yeah, definitely. Jacked and tan for sure. That was the first the first thing someone told me about you the first time I came. It's like, all right, so if you're going to the beach, go to Battleship. The owner is jacked and tan. <laughs> I think if people would take five minutes to get to know me, none of this matters. No, anymore. no, it doesn't. And so that's that's really uh I'm not saying don't go out and get tattoos, don't go get muscles, don't, you know, don't do it, do any of that. When you look in the mirror, you have to be able to say, I love that person. Mm -hmm. And being beautiful, listen, as beautiful as women can be, somewhere somebody is tired of their shit. Yeah. So (laughs) don't be a shit. I love it. In in all things, in, yeah. in all relationships. And listen, pe- people have issues. That's, that's I, I get it's, it. We're human. When it's you're, part of it. When, when you're, um, there's too much to know in this life. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've learned it piece by piece, uh, portion by portion, um, at times gone, oh, wow pretty good I I didn't think of that and then there's times when I've been so mad that I can't believe that this is how I had to learn the lesson and to go home and sleep at night be it medicated or not (laughs) with a rum drink yeah exactly or I, I mean I can I can I can be calm. I can be present now. I can be, um, I'm not racing out to have one more uh, piece of showmanship of what I've accomplished. It's different for me now. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, they say when you get into your 40s, you really stop giving a fuck, and that's totally true. I started giving a fuck a lot earlier because I turned 40 this year. And that was my, my... You're lucky. Yeah. Well, no, I just got tired of people's shit. And I don't like people. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah, I think Will's that way, too. He yeah. just, you know, the nature of his job, yeah. he just doesn't like people. Yeah. I mean, you like your people. Like, you are my people. When we met, I was like... We like our people, yeah. She's my people. But... Well, we like our people. We're on the beach, and people be trying to talk to me. I'm like, fuck, I don't know you. Let's not talk. And, you know, and... and, you know. and we go like we went to the games when we were out in crowds and we'll just unlike the crowds everybody wants yeah. to have their picture taken with me and you know you gotta be graceful and and uh, you know I love that I love that yeah. I don't I don't I don't love love it but I'm tolerant of yeah. it and because I I know how important it was for me when I was getting my pictures taken with people yeah. who were yeah. you know when I got to take a picture with Brooke and they're gracious yeah very very much yeah. so and so when people want to take their picture with me in here, oh, my gosh, I'm just like, oh, come on, I'm nobody. Um, but when you think you're somebody's nobody, you are somebody's somebody. Exactly. And that's what's so beautiful about yeah. all of this whole thing. Anybody can be a star. Anybody can be a star. Who's a local celebrity before you uh, went yeah. to the games? Yeah, I, I mean, a little bit here and then take a break. And yeah. then a little bit here and then take a break. 
and then do some fun stuff and and um, um, I think the next travel plan I think I would like to go someplace that's like very deserted like I think we're looking at Eleuthera in the Bahamas which oh, is just a sort of never a even heard of. long island with, with very few people and just to have some place where our phones don't work and um, just be yeah. able to take a break because we haven't had a, we haven't had a rest in over four years so you need a break yeah we'll be, we'll be looking forward to that and um, you know these four walls once the doors are open day to day in the gym day yeah. to day in the gym it's it's good it's good people are learning we're teaching uh, lives are growing and goals are being accomplished and I mean. That bell on the on the doorway over there, the, that's the PR bell. That ne- that rings every day. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, it's an amazing place. Yeah, thanks. Best, thanks. Uh, best, best box, box on, on the, the beach. beach. That's right. For sure. All right, well, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Cool. Um, so if you're in Panama City, drop in, five bucks. And, Battleship uh, CrossFit. Battleship CrossFit. Home of the... Uh, Home of the gun show. Welcome to the gun show. It is welcome to the gun show. (laughs) All right, cool. See you guys. Bye.